You are now listening to Cyber Time Bite, hosted by me, Stephen Clark. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey there, everybody. It's your boy, Steve. Once again, for Cyber Time Bite, episode 41. <laughs> 41 episodes of the time bites <laughs> and today i am bringing back on a guest that you all probably loved and got the love from episode 39 he was he was the most awesome amazing guest that you i probably probably had i mean i mean like like he was pretty cool and he was pretty awesome i like talking to him today i we have casey once again, for this part two of amazing interview. <laughs> What's up, man? Well, I heard there were some popsicles here, and I uh, just thought I'd come uh, see what all the fuss was about. We don't want your popsicles, man. <laughs> oh, come on, man. The popsicles are delicious. <laughs> yeah, the popsicles are delicious, but here, here uh, I don't think any of the time biters... Which is the name, which, yes, that's the name of the fan base. The Time Biters don't want to have your popsicles. <laughs> oh, shucks. Well, the old, the old man, uh, it was past his bedtime, so uh, he, he drifted off to go to sleep. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, um, well, well um, you know, ever since episode 39, how you been? Oh, just uh, quite a bit of things going on. Physical therapy, uh, just... Uh, some issues in the car and uh, phone issues, which has been uh, delightful. Um, uh, just getting my getting back to the gym and getting ready for uh, my return back to work. Uh, went uh, WWE had a show where I live and uh, got to see AJ Styles, which that was always cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, just the uh, same stuff, bigger pile. <laughs> that's that's pretty cool. Um, so. So you, so we were talking about last time how you had some Mick Foley stories you wanted to share. Oh yeah, so uh, one of my favorite stories was at a, a comedy show of his. This is back when I had really long hair and uh, I looked a lot like him. I dressed up like him, and I had my white New Balances on, black sweatpants, the Cactus Jack shirt, a flannel shirt, and uh, he goes. Are you? And he notices me. He goes, "Are you trying to out sweatpants me? Out New Balance me? Out out flannel me? Out beard me? Are you are you trying to out McFoley me?" Then I put a hat on. And he goes, and I put my Santa Claus hat on. And he just goes, "That's it, you son of a bitch. That's where you crossed the line. Nobody out Santa Claus is McFoley. Nobody." <laughs> and then he made me his uh, Vincent Man of the show. And he also made me his F-bomb monitor, because he gets one F-bomb per comedy show. Yeah. And after the show, we both felt some tension going on between us, and we hugged it out like grown men. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Um, another story was, uh, so he gets tired of being asked about the cell, if it hurt. So uh, during a Q&A, uh, well, during the autograph session, he asked me to bring it up during the Q&A. But he won't hear my question first because he remembered me. And I said, well, 
did it hurt? And he started to give me a look. I said, when Owen Hart beat you savagely with a bag of popcorn. And he laughed so much. Uh, for those that haven't read any of his books, him and Owen Hart were on purpose having bad uh, roadshow matches to try to get Stone Cold to laugh because he was a special guest referee. And uh, they would just do the most corniest and most cheesiest things to make Steve Austin laugh. And that one finally got him to laugh. Um, no, a cool story, that's not a funny one, uh, Survivor Series 2012, me and a friend got to the bookstore that he was doing a book signing at at 5 a.m. They told us to get there early. Nobody else got there about 9, 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Mick wasn't there till 1. Um, he was only supposed to be there for two hours. Two hours turned into six hours. And you could tell, you know, he was losing his smile less, less, and less. But um, when he got word about me and friend, and then a few other people that got there extremely early, uh, he wanted to meet with us. So we went backstage after the, after the book signing and everything, and he won our addresses. He uh, sent us all new encyclopedias, the WE ones, and he autographed them. And, uh, which one, even the, better, uh, which one, the first was, edition or the third it was edition? The second, it was the second one. Oh, yeah. So, even, even better, uh, he asked if I was going to the show, and I went, Yeah, but I got crummy seats. And he asked to see my tickets, so I let him see my tickets. I didn't think anything of it. Um, he was writing some stuff down. I'm like, Oh, whatever. Um, he gave up my tickets and smiled at me. Well, fast forward to get to the, uh, Banker's Life Field House. Well, it used to be Conseco Field House, but, uh, they said our tickets were messed up, so we went to the box office, and uh, they asked what my name was when I gave them the tickets, and I told them, and she said, well, we'll be right back, and uh, next thing I know, she bought back an envelope, and she handed it to me, and she goes, this is from Mr. Foley, he upgraded us from the nosebleeds of dr- obstructed view to lower mid-level seats for the pay-per-view. Like, like not front row, but like, but like... Like lower, like the lower level, not in like a crummy area. Yeah, so pretty much where we were was we were above the lower level seats. So like we were like mid lower level. So we weren't up in the nosebleeds. Like we were still in the middle, but we were a lot lower. So we had a way better view. Like we had a bird's eye view of everything. Wow, that's awesome, man. Fully, full. I mean, Fully's my like my second favorite under Mr. Perfect and I want to meet him so bad and dude he sounds amazing to like to be oh, hanging yeah. around. <laughs> he is autographed some of my stuff as dude love even because it made him laugh so much. Um he's going to be in Indianapolis uh in April and I live about two and a half hours away from Indy. I thought about trying to make the drive down there but going back to work in a few weeks I don't want to rock the boat trying to take days off, but uh, next time I meet Mick, I plan on dressing as Dude Love when I meet him. Dude, how about Mankind? Can you do Mankind? I thought about Mankind, but uh, I, fe- I Dude Love was my favorite face of Foley, because growing up, you know, I found out that's who he wanted to be as a kid, mm-hmm. and plus he loves, Mick Fo- he loves the Dude Love jokes. And he knows how corny his character was in WWF as Dude Love, so I think it'd be even funnier going as the dude. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> and like I've done Cactus Jack, I've done I've done Mankind once, 
and Mankind just it didn't feel right. Cactus Jack feels a lot better because I, mean, I got the fake blood. I have now a, a barbed wire bat. It's plastic. Uh, I mean, since I cut my hair off, I haven't done Cactus, but uh, I just got to let my hair grow back to do that. <laughs> you can be Commissioner Foley. Yeah, I think you get like a little perm done to my hair. But like, um, but like, uh, what you may call it, uh, real quickly, I real quickly started to change the subject, but before I forget, um, remember the, the fox, that rock station I told you about? Uh-huh. It's, remember what happened to the loop, how they, how when they went down, they turned to a Christian station? Yeah. The, the, the same company who bought out the loop, then changed it to that, bought out the fox, and now the fox is turning into that, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> Chicago's just not meant to have a good rock station. And I think, and I think that's it. I think after the fox goes away, that's it. Jeez. It's I... I don't remember, it was like the last like four to six songs when the last time the loop got to air till midnight, they played like all hell themed songs like uh, it was ACD, uh, ACDC's Highway to Hell, uh, Motley Crue's Shout the Devil, Van Halen Run with the Devil, uh, and there was like three other like hell related songs, because it, it was funny, the end it was six, you know, in the whole Bible, you know, six thing, which that's, yeah, don't get me started on that. But yeah, that's just that's insane and extremely crummy that they can't have anything nice. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like they they even made a they even made a, a desired hotline to call into the station to go the to send your to send your um, condolences in your in your in your loving memories of the station that they'll play on the air. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. No love. No love. It's it's cra- it's crazy, man. That was one of my I almost worked for I almost wanted to work for them too. I got I went to the I went to the actual building and got the interview, but I screwed it up so bad, so I almost worked for them. How crazy is that? <laughs> oh, you gotta love interviews where you screw up and you know you screw it up. I've I've had a few of those and for jobs that I really wanted, uh well, one I really wanted, one I didn't want I just wanted to pay and it's bad just knowing that you screwed up it's like a, the worst feeling in the world no but the thing is that the job I was signing up for was is, was a job where where if I did get it I would have to I would be like the like I would be going to the, the to their events where they where they go places and I would be like the guy um, helping with their events their their live events supporting stuff like the merch and all that Oh yeah, you'd be like a remote tech. Yeah, and I um and obviously I didn't know how to obviously I didn't know how to drive at the time and I and I'm working on it. It's I'm working on it seriously, and uh, and and because of that they weren't really fond of me not being a licensed driver, so I never got anything back. So I, yeah, they they are extremely strict radio stations when it comes to tech uh, tech support jobs like that, remote taxa. Mm-hmm. But but here's the, like you have to have a clean record. And and the and here's the thing too. Um, on top of the fox, um, so, that, like I said in the in the fox on the fox's uh, in the fox's building, uh, the the star, um, 
is also in that building too, which is the the pop the local like like on pop station. Yeah, like a good one by the way. The one I the one I actually tolerate listening to. Um they're they're in the same building, so that means if the fox goes down with this Christian music, then what happens to the star? It'll still go down with it. <laughs> you think so? I uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Because I haven't seen any because I've been to the Stars Facebook page and I haven't seen anything about them shutting down. But but who knows? Yeah, that one that one's hard to tell. I mean, just time will tell. It probably doesn't look good in their future though. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong. Wait wait. I mean, hope is the the bears not your station. The bears not in that direction too, is it? Oh no, we're we're good. We're like pretty much the only rock. Well, we're, there's an alternative radio station, but we're pretty much like the primary rock station of Indiana. Oh, that's good. Wait. Yeah, like the the next the next like close rock radio station. Um, South Bend is our sister station, and then there's one in Indianapolis, which we're not affiliated with. There. The the only I it it really sucks because you know the only the only rock station I listened to um, before I learned about the Fox and and even when the like okay how do I explain this so I didn't really I listened to the Loop every once in a while but it wasn't like my favorite rock station in the world the Fox yeah. became the Fox became my favorite but before before I knew about the Fox and and uh, and when I wasn't listening to the Loop. I used I listened to this one up that that's all the way from Wisconsin called nine two one, and it's um, and it's like way up there. It's like in Upper Wisconsin, and it's a and it's a classic rock station that that um, that play that's like you know, it's just a classic rock station up in Wisconsin. It doesn't have any fancy things or anything. It's just called nine two one, and it's an amazing rock station. I love it, but obviously I can't work there because I don't live in Wisconsin. <laughs> Oh, in Wisconsin, that's a, that's a nice place. I I love it there. I haven't been there, and it'll be four years this summer. But uh, yeah, I got great things to say about Wisconsin. That's a, a truly wonderful place. I love that state too, and I live closer to it. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I was there was uh was for work and Wait. slash seeing Motley Crue. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that one time when you when you were playing around with your friend and uh, who was who was freaking out over all the over all those, those things that you're throwing in his back. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that was actually that, that was the same trip. Yeah, that was that was the same business trip. <laughs> oh my god, that was hilarious. By the way, people, if you didn't, <laughs> if you guys didn't hear that, people, go back to the original episode thirty nine when we originally talked. And it's all in there. It's amazing. Go check it out. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> No shame, no shame. Is he? Does he? Do you still know the guy now? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We're still we're still good friends. Uh, he actually came over for ha- uh, Halloween while I was handing out candy, and uh, he can talk like Mr. Herbert uh, better than I can. And I gave him my blue robe, and I gave him my skull hat, so he pretty much looked bald. And uh, he was talking like Herbert as I was talking like Randy Macho Man Savage handing out candy. That's 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 pretty awesome. And he had a box of popsicles that he was keeping candy in, handing people. <laughs> like every show, the kids are like, yeah. 
So like I was I was handing candy to the kids as macho, and then he was giving candy to the adults as Herbert, <laughs> even though it'd be the other way around in real life. Did um, um, did I don't know if you know this, but um, it's pretty cool. Um, do you remember the the podcast, the Genius Cast? You remember that one? Mm-hmm. Um, remember um JP Zarga who did that with him with uh Randy's brother. Yep, Laney. You uh, you had him on your show. Yeah, yeah, J.P. Zarko. I had him on the show. It, it took me a second to think. I was like, wait a minute, I know, I know, I know. I, know. Uh, I just, I went, I went blank for a second, but yeah. Uh, I met, I uh, was talking about him, I met Lanny Poffo six years ago? Yeah, six years ago. He was a pretty quiet guy, but a nice guy, though. Yeah, I mean, like, he, he doesn't live in Chicago anymore, unfortunately. He lives all the way down in Florida, but, um, he, he seems like a really nice guy, though. Yeah, he was well-spoken. He was still living in Chicago when I met him. I mean, I don't, I don't have bad things to say, but I'm only nice things. I didn't really get to talk to him that long. It was maybe five minutes or so, because that day I pretty much spent the entire day, uh, Talking with uh, Hurricane Helms, the Headbangers, and uh, the franchise Shane Douglas. Did you um? Did you see my interviews with uh, with um, Brian Pillman Jr. and Lance and Lance Archer or Vance Archer, whatever? Mm-hmm. I've checked some of those out. What you thought about them? Do you listen to them? Mm-hmm. I I got to listen to some sound bites because I don't have much internet uh, Wi-Fi access at home. Uh, with the library, like my laptop. But uh, I tried listening to some sound bites on him, and it was pretty good. Hey, thanks, man. <laughs> hey, no problem. Um, Brian Pillman Jr., I got nothing but wonderful things to say about him and, and his girlfriend, too. They're just some of the nicest people I've ever met. No, but you, you don't notice, but when I uh, when I did the original interview with uh, with, with Brian Pillman Jr., before I did the editing, um, he actually... He actually... Um, he actually... Like his dog uh, jumped on him and placed his arm out of his socket during the interview. Oh, geez. like like his dog jumped on him, and popped it out of the socket, and he popped it back into place like, during the interview. <laughs> and when when oh, it's funny you mention that because when we were working together, uh, he couldn't compete that night, and they said something about a sling. And I ran home because I had a sling when I had jacked my arm up a few years ago. For the life of me, I could not find the sling. <laughs> I was getting so frustrated, and I, I texted his girlfriend, like, I can't find it, I can't find it. She goes, it's all right, it's all right, don't worry about it. But uh, I was really, dis- I was bummed to not be able to see him perform live, but he did, he did cut a promo with Jim Cornette, which was just fantastic. That was solid money. I mean, like, I mean, like, do you do you still do you still get in contact with some of your uh, with some of the uh, wrestlers today to to talk to them and um and like you know chill out and chill with them if they're in the area? Um, some of them I get to, and I keep in contact with quite a bit of them. My my favorite wrestler that I've got to you know talk and hang out with and keep in contact with is uh, Hurricane Helms. Are you in Hurricane like like? Like tight, you guys like tight, tight. Mm, I wouldn't say tight, tight. Um, when he's like when he's around, I definitely make it a point to go see him, and like we'll try to you know have a drink afterwards, depending on what his schedule's like. Um, 
definitely we're on first, uh, you know, we know each other first name basis and whatnot, and we're on Facebook and whatnot, but uh, I would say we're friends, but I want to say, like, you know, like, super close friends, but uh, we always BS each other, though. It's always great getting to see him. Wait, wait, but you know him as the Hurricane Down, you know him as Shane Helms, but, like, what do you thought about the three-count gimmick? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, um, Sh- uh, Sugar Shane, then, uh, also, then he's done Sugar... Her sugar cane helms, which that's hilarious when he's sugar Shane and the hurricane all in one. <laughs> but no, I mean, what what you thought about the the three count gimmick in WCW? I loved it. <laughs> as a kid, I hated it, but as an adult, I love it. It's hilarious because they got you know they got the fans to boo them so much when he did a three count spot during the total deletion on Impact Wrestling. I popped so bad <laughs> i um I, I know i know that when we were talking the last time when he was when he made a surprise in the royal rumble like like you popped so hard but here's the question i want to ask i when you answered that you said that that he was in like in a black hoodie the whole time and he was on the down low how did you know that like did you see him before he made his appearance and he and he and he was wearing a black hoodie and all that like when you were meeting up with him so he so you wouldn't know he was in the rumble uh, he mentioned about it on, uh, social media, that he was, uh, in a black hoodie most of the day and keeping himself quiet, because he wanted to keep it a big surprise, and, uh, WWE is trying to get better at keeping surprises, because nowadays with social media, it's hard to keep surprises, so, like, on the Rumble, when they have a surprise, like, they keep them, like, in a trailer, or, you know, they keep them well covered, that way, you know, it doesn't get blown away. Like, Jeff Jarrett, nobody really knew that was going to happen in the Rumble. So that was, you know, a nice, pleasant surprise. I mean, it's nice sometimes to, you know, have a few spoilers, but it also ruins it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I definitely appreciate a good surprise, though. Well, um, tr- trust me, if if for some apparent reason I I was going to show up on WWE television soon and and it just happened to be the biggest show of the year and it just happen to be a match where I could possibly win a title of some sort, I wouldn't be saying it on the air, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it isn't going to happen. I, I would have I blown it away probably at this point if it happened. <laughs> <laughs> but, that'd be, but that would actually be really cool for the podcast, especially for like the podcast. You know, I mean, like if I could, like if my podcast got so big that Vince called me up to be the to like get me on, get me on the 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 program to like just to be like not to be like a Drew Carey or anything like that, they would and like be like a goof a goofy guy showing up on to, on their product. Mm-hmm. But it'd be so freaking cool, dude! Just to just to show up on the product to, to support the podcast, you know. Oh yeah, that would be cool. I have a friend. Uh, his his real name is Mo, and he used to do stuff for Comic Con Wizard World, and he has a pro he has a podcast uh, uh, for Wrestling Audio. And uh, at one point, there was talks of uh, when they had the Shield at Wizard World Comic Con that they were going to put Mo through a table, but then uh, the final verdict came down. Vince said no. Which that would have been super cool, you know. Knowing my friend got it put through the table for the sh- from the shield. Wait, wait, wait! On television or at the con? At the con, but it was going to be recorded though. But 
Oh. Like it was, they, they were going to plan on recording it and saying, you know, the, what the Shield did over the weekend. Oh, so wait, your friend was always going to show up on WWE television as a as a guy who got put through the table, but Vince said no. Uh, they were going to record it at Comic Con. Uh, the the Shield putting him through the table at Comic Con and then air it on TV, but Vince said no. Oh, but why did Vince say no? Why would Vince not? Why would why would Vince say no to that? <laughs> My probably a liability reason in case you know my friend got hurt. He wouldn't have you know pressed charges or anything. But man, I, I get it. Everything has a liability tied into it. it stinks, but he's got to look out for his best interests. You know his wallet. Mm-hmm. The the here's the thing though. If I did if if that was true that I was actually gonna show up on television like next week or after the chamber or whatever, like like what would your reaction? What would your reaction be if you saw me on television and I was walking down the ramp on Raw or SmackDown or whatever? That'd be pretty cool. That would be really cool. Um, speaking of that, uh, so at the WWE Roadshow over the weekend, New Day were throwing out pancakes, and like uh, I almost caught one. Like it went off my fingertips. Uh, there was a guy trying to sell a pancake that he caught for $10. Really? I was like, I was like, who in the right mind would do that? And I even saw people like uh, picking them off the ground and eating them. It's like, no. Here's here's the thing. If I if if the new day threw a pancake at me and I caught it, I wouldn't even eat it anyway because like, they they who knows where it came from? You know, <laughs> like who knows where that it is. That is true. <laughs> like, 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 where did the like who made the pancakes? Where did it came from? Did they put anything in them? Like, no, like I, like unless I saw them being made in front of me, I'm not gonna trust. Or if they were made at a restaurant or they were made in front of me, I'm not gonna trust it. <laughs> I think Big E makes them himself. I could be wrong, but I think he makes them. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't. I mean, like, and plus they they fling them and they touch them and who knows what they touched? You know, it's just like I don't. I don't. I can't trust it. Oh yeah, uh, that's like when I saw people eating them off the ground. It's like, oh god, no! People, you know, with their shoes and oh no, 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 no. Did, wait, did, so do you know how when you go to like pay reviews and all that stuff, you you can you they get they place chairs that you can take home with you, like collectible chairs. Mm -hmm. Is there any other Dota event that does that? Um, usually it's like the pay-per-views or, um, sometimes at road shows, if you do the VIP experience, um, those chairs will be a part of it, but the VIP experience, I think is like five, six hundred dollars, uh, like for pay-per-view, the floor seats, I think are like three hundred dollars, around three, four hundred dollars, um, so yeah, it's like, it's usually pay-per-views only. Unless like there's enough people that do the VIP experience, and then they'll do chairs for that as well. Yeah, because I because I always wanted I always wanted a collectible chair like yeah. like Raw and SmackDown they don't. I've been ringside for a few Raws and SmackDowns, and that they don't. Um, with Boy, the ringside chair, I uh, I've helped my friend uh, Williams drum up some business for his collectibles. And uh, he gifted me the payback uh, collectible chair with Triple H holding the sledgehammer. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he knows that I'm a big Triple H fan, and he thought that'd be a good gift for me trying to help him out. So I, 
I was, you know, blown away by his kindness doing that for me. Alright, Survivor Series is coming here next, this year, technically. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and it's, um, and, and I really want to go. Because I've never been to a pay-per-view in my life, and then, and, and one of the big four is coming here. So I, so I'm going to try my hardest. And, uh, a friend and I, we were discussing, uh, a Survivor Series, and I, I told him, I said, right now, I have no idea. Because he goes, it would be, cause I've been to one Survivor Series, and it was a blast, but just with work and everything, I have no idea. I mean, it'd be fun, but I told him, like, I can't make any promises. Well, I mean, like, well, I mean, like, of course, I, I feel like you have been to the Survivor Series, because Survivor Series was in indie, indie, like, God, what, 2000 and... 14? 12. 2012. Seven years ago would be this year. But wait a minute, didn't, weren't they there for, at, like, even after the Shield? Weren't they there, like, the year after the Shield formed or something? Or broke up? Um, they, the, uh, yes, uh, they, like, they have Rawls in Indianapolis frequently in SmackDowns. Um, they, it, they were at, uh, the Shield debuted at that Survivor Series, uh, that Raw after Payback was in Indianapolis when the Shield broke up, and then they were at Raw in Indianapolis uh, two year it'll be two years ago this fall when the Shield got back together. So oh so they didn't have a then where was the Survivor Series the year after the the year after their uh, their formation or breakup or whatever it was where was the year after that like the year after they formed. Oh, that was an indie, right? Yeah. yeah, indie was the one they debuted. Uh, the one of next year, I got no clue. Because hmm. uh, the indie one was yeah, the Shield debuted, and then that was Punk's one year title reign, and I was making so many people mad because everyone was going for John Cena and Ryback, and I was going for Punk. I mean, like, did, did, uh, did, wait, okay, what am I trying to say? Um, speaking of CM Punk, um, on the subject of wrestling still, um, what do you thought about Nexus? The Nexus should have been one of the biggest factions in wrestling history. Nexus to the Wolfpack, DX. I I don't want to say you know I want to put in the same category as the NWO, the Four Horsemen, the Heart Foundation. Um, I would definitely put them in the top ten. They had so much potential, but that Survivor Series where Cena pretty much beat the entire team that just tanked the, the SummerSlam. It was SummerSlam. Yeah, but yeah, SummerSlam, SummerSlam 2010. Yeah, they. The w- team WWE should have not won that match, and Edge and Christian and Jericho have all been pretty open about that. The Nexus should have won that match. But that entrance, um, that Nexus entrance, though, at SummerSlam, the most badass entrance ever. <laughs> oh yeah, and the, the, they had just so much potential. Then when when CM Punk took over, they had potential again, and it just they just didn't do anything with it. Well, I mean, I mean, like. They, when CM Punk took over, there wasn't any, any like, there wasn't like in the first couple of weeks there was team effort, but but like 
a month later, there was hardly any team effort. It was mainly just CM Punk walking out with the Nexus gear on, with the armband and the Nexus shirt and all that on, and it just him doing his own thing, but except now he's Nexus. Yep, and that was one thing with Punk, you know, he he could make trash into a pile of gold, but they just they didn't appreciate what they had for the longest time. I mean, like the straight the straight edge society that had all the makings to be the next Ravens flock, and they just threw it away. I mean, like, you know, speaking of, speaking of the straight edge society, by the way, I was watching. I know people are gonna hate this, but I was I was watching an episode of the of the crappy ECW, you know, the one the one that they that they screwed up so much, and I was watching the episode where where Punk was going to verse Mark Henry, the advance in the ECW homecoming tournament. <laughs> and... Oh, the ECW reboot. Well, what is your thoughts on the ECW reboot? Your thoughts? Um, in the beginning, it was cool. Um, I felt like ECW was NXT before NXT. The, the ECW 2.0 reboot was NXT before NXT, if that makes sense. Like, they, started the using, they started using that to platform the younger guys. What, like, from the beginning or when they, when they started going HD? Uh, let's say when they probably started going HD, that's when... ECW 2.0 reboot was turning more and more into the young guys. Like, uh, Sheamus, Jack Swagger, uh, Cesaro, oh boy, a lot of them were in ECW, which was just kind of weird, but still kind of cool. Wait, Cesaro was on ECW, was he? I thought he he was, for a little bit at least. And... And on top of that too, um, oh gosh, this is, this was so ridiculous. But in that same episode, remember how when they came back from commercial break, when like when big news broke out, they used to show like a screenshot of the website, and there and it used to like a screenshot of the website page, and they would just show the big story in the middle, and then had like the rest of the side stuff on the side. Mm-hmm. Well, on t- when when I was watching it, it said above it said above the screenshot, Extreme Championship Wrestling. Like, what's extreme about this version? <laughs> There's nothing extreme about this. <laughs> no, there really wasn't much extreme to it. I mean, uh, they kind of just weeded out everybody. Like putting the Sandman on Raw was kind of weird when it was still when they saw the ECW. I mean, I like the Sandman, but I couldn't make sense of that. I mean, like all the originals besides Tommy Dreamer were literally gone by by the time 2010 rolled around. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah, it was mainly uh, the dream to uh, Tommy Dreamer. But well, no way. I strike. No strike. No, I strike that. Um, Tommy Dreamer left in late, very, very, very late, 2009. Yes, but he then again too, like he would make frequent, you know, here and there, you know, spots, which was still kind of cool. Well, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, after his 
full time run was over. Um, he, you know, he came back like here and there, and then he, and then he just, then he came back for like a mini run when for the Dudleys in the in the ECW Originals group that they remade. That wasn't the Sandman, mm-hmm. Sabu, and Rod Van Dam. <laughs> and speaking of Sabu and RVD, I saw that they were going to do a uh, special tag team match with TNA against uh, the Lucha Brothers, but I heard that Phoenix uh, hurt his neck really bad. I'm not sure if that was... you know, I'm not sure all the legitimacy of that, but my buddy was telling me that, that he suffered a really bad injury. That's what I heard. That's what I heard about the... I heard that on YouTube of, you know, Sabu and RVD coming back together to do another match. But I but I also heard that um, that we'll probably never see Sabu and Dota E ever again because, like, supposedly, I guess, Dota E doesn't like Sabu. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Uh, Sabu is... Uh, <laughs> Sabu, that's the nicest way of putting it. He does what he wants when he wants how he wants, which there's nothing, you know, uh, that's cool. I mean, have you met him? But I've met him quite a few times. How's he? He's not. He's not a very talkative person, right? Mm, not really that much talkative. So like when you, um, so was he just going like good, yeah, all that? Yeah, he was kind of keeping it short. But then again, also he had he had big lines too. Man, that's it's like pretty much like I was like I would I would check on him also like hey you need this do you need that but it he, he seems like a nice guy though for the most part. When you ask him if he wanted mini taco and he'd be like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> mini tacos are good by the way. Don't diss them. <laughs> oh, the Coliseum doesn't have those. I mean that I can't provide with. <laughs> have you met Have you met RVD before? Oh yeah. I've I've met Rob twice and twenty sixteen, uh, after his comedy show, him and I did some shots of Jaeger bombs together, which was fun. Did, yeah, but like but obviously you don't drink smoke or do drugs yourself. Well, you know, in the way in the way that you say that you do. And um but like so he, he didn't try to offer you anything, right? Because you know, you know how R V D is and is on his off time. <laughs> Oh yeah, <clears throat> Mr. 420. Um, nope, he oh, he was completely cool. Um, yeah, it's like uh, most people I, I've like I've encountered, um, like wrestlers wise, they don't ask or offer or do you have those kind of things, and like with uh, <clears throat> yeah, because you know a lot of people I've met, you know, well I've there was one wrestler I'm not I'm not going to say any names. Um, he did ask me if I wanted to share a joint with him. I went, no, nah, man, I, said, I, I don't do drugs. He goes, do you drink? I went, I'll have a drink from time to time, but I said, you know, I'll have a, I'll have a, I'll have a beer with you, but definitely I won't do that, though. And he goes, well, I respect that, I respect that. So, uh, yeah, but, you know, he didn't offer, he didn't reek of it. I mean, he was <clears throat> one of the coolest guys I ever met. But is he like a wrestler? But is he... Uh... I'm just gonna ask: Is he a wrestler that everyone knows? Yes, uh, he's been around for years. All right, you don't have to drop names. I just want to ask that. Um, <laughs> that's good. But, but like, 
But, like, do you think we'll ever see RVD in Dota E again? I mean, like, because I, me- cause I remember he, when he came back the first time, he had that run. Then he left, and then he came back again after WrestleMania 30, I think? Yeah, it was around that ballpark time. Yeah, he came, I think he came, he was a, he was one of the surprises after WrestleMania 30, and he and that started like no no wait I remember now the first thing he came back was at Money in the Bank because and that and he was play, and that was a planned return and he did that mm-hmm. run and then he left and then he came and then he came back as a surprise for his second run at the the raw after WrestleMania 30 and he had that run and that's the run that I saw him live. Like I actually saw him live <laughs> for that one, um, because they happened to fly through Chicago when he was still working for them, and so, and so I thought that was really cool, and um, and then after that we haven't seen him since. Do you think we'll see him again though? Oh yeah, he in. <clears throat> I'm sure he'll have like one. I mean, not a run, but like one last match with WWE, and and he's a sure thing Hall of Famer with the company. Yeah, I mean, I have his training card too. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I definitely see RVD being a Hall of Famer in the next ten years. I I actually had to get a new binder because my old binder I filled it up. <laughs> it's a trading card, so now so now I got to buy more pages the to mm-hmm. uh, fill up my new binder. Oh, that makes me think. Like I have a like, I have multiple totes just full of autographs, and I have to go through so many. I have to get, I have to keep buying more and more. I keep collecting them. I have like two full of them under a bed. I have a tote in my closet. And I have like a tote in my storage unit, just full of autographs. <laughs> which, which, if which I know you won't, but if you did, you would probably be a millionaire if you sold all that. If if you did that. To a degree, some a lot of them are also made out to me too, which that pretty much <laughs> makes it worthless. But to me, though, in personal value, they're worth millions. But you know, you're some people tell me it's like, don't don't get them made out to you. It's like, but I want them made out to me. That's the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's, but um, but it really sucks what happened to Perry Saturn. You know what what his life has become too. It's just like. Yeah, and I'm I'm pretty sure you know he also suffers from P uh, PTE also, which you know that's that's a shame. You know if you know if the medical doctors back then what they were now, let me let's face it, Ben Wall would still be alive also. Yeah, the the whole Ben Watt, there's a yeah the whole Ben Watt thing that's that's crazy and it's still a touchy subject today, and it happened. A long time ago. Yeah, happened. Gosh, thirteen years ago this year. Yeah, it was thirteen years ago, but people still get edged edged on about it. And I mean, there's everyone has their you know their thoughts of it. I <clears throat> have my thoughts of it, but will we ever truly know what happened? No. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have my thoughts of it too, but you know, we all we all do, like like we said. They, but but they, but the thing is, is that remember when they did that that whole dedicated episode of him on Raw, like 
the day after it happened. Mm-hmm. They took it off the network and replaced it with a highlight. With a with a they replaced it on the network with like a highlight episode. Yeah, they've done a lot they can to wash Benwall out of uh, memory. But you can still watch his matches on the network. But that's just the only thing they got they replaced. And if I remember right, his matches though, you if you type in Chris Benwall, nothing will show up. You have to like to go back to watch. Like you have to like. There's no filter for him. You have to pretty much like select the pay-per-view, select the Raw or SmackDown that he was in. Or WCW. And, uh, what's that? Or WCW. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> as well, I do. I remember that even some of the DVDs for uh, for a long time after Benoit died, if he was in a match, they would uh, they would uh, cut the mic out of his name. Like the the Elimination Chamber DVD set, every time they talk about Chris Benoit, you you can't hear his name because they they cut it out. But but you can clearly see him. Yep, <laughs> clear as day. Man, that's that's crazy. That I mean, I get it. They're trying to keep a reputation, but it it, it like you said, it's a touchy subject. Because you have, you know, the hardcore wrestling fans that want Ben Wall to be respected, but also, you know, a business has to be ran, so it's a catch-22. Um, or, I, uh, are you, are you ready, are you gonna watch The Chamber this Sunday? Speaking of The Chamber? Yep. Yeah, I, uh, that'd be my... Probably last free pay per view until until Mania because uh I'll be going back to work hopefully in about two weeks and uh, Fastlane I'm not sure if I'll be able to catch or not but uh, definitely be able to catch uh, Chamber and Mania. Where um where do you work again? For the I work for uh, I work for the radio station here and there but my full time job I work with for. Uh, Meyer grocery stores. I am a uh, the safety co-chair. In the in the in the in the Detroit area, just to make everyone perfectly clear of which one he works at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the biggest one in Detroit, and the biggest one in Chicago, and the biggest one in Indianapolis. Come find me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come look for him in the biggest one in Detroit, where where he clearly lives. I'm 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 just a little tiny guy with blonde hair, clean shave, uh, blue eyes. I mean, you won't miss me. And his name is Bray Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's Wyatt Bray. <laughs> that too. <laughs> I look like someone left Jack. I I I look like. A mini baby Jack version, a version of Jack Swagger, <laughs> where he'll make you feeling fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I, I didn't get to watch it, but your thoughts on the Jack Swagger MMA fight? Dominance. He came to prove a point, and he made his point. Uh, look out for Swagger. Is it was our troop actually like? Was that actually our truth there doing his entrance? Yep. 
Um, <clears throat> you got the blessing from Vince. Our uh, truth and swagger are like really tight. That's really cool. And Vince let him do it without getting in trouble. Because mm-hmm, uh, I I think the reason why is uh, Swagger went out on good notice, good terms, and Vince and Truth have a good relationship. And uh, Swagger even said in an interview that Vince texted Jack telling him don't lose. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> He's booking for Jack Swagger even though he can't he can't technically book for him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, what did he rap about? Was it just the what's up, or what, did he do something? Um, he he like made a rap for Swagger. Um, I couldn't really hear it that well, like of all the echoing, because I tried watching it on YouTube. Um, I found out I had the Paramore, the Paramount Network. I didn't think I had it, so yeah, I had to watch it on YouTube. And uh, he's just like, it's just like a a rap for Swagger. That, that's pretty cool. I mean, like, I didn't get to watch it because I think I was working that day or something, or I didn't think I had... I think... I don't know. I There's something that didn't make, let me watch it, but I, um... But it was... Re- but, like, from what I heard about it, it was, like, really good and a lot better than CM Punk's debut. But all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, and it was. Like, uh, Swagger just didn't didn't screw around. <laughs> I oh, mean, I, I love I love punk, but yeah, punk was a bit of a disappointment. Wait, can you imagine CM Punk versus Jack Swagger in an MMA ring? Because it could happen. <laughs> I, I I I love punk. I love Swagger. Um, I think Swagger would win, and that's nothing against punk. I mean, Swags has you know. The wrestling experience, you know, Oklahoma State All American. Um, I would pick Swagger. Does he still have? Does he still do the gimmick, or is he past the gimmick now? He just does his own thing. Um, he still does be the people. I think he. I don't know if he owns, you know, the gimmick for be the people, but that's for that's pretty much the only thing of the gimmick he has. He doesn't go as Jack Swagger when he's fighting. He he goes by his real name. But uh, he does the We the People, and that's that's it. I mean, well, I guess it makes sense because if you're if you're been known as the All American American for the most of your life, there's no way to get rid of that. Yeah, and like during during the fight, they did, they didn't say like the All American American. Like when he made his entrance, they t- they asked everybody to rise up and put their hand over their heart and say We the People, but that was for this gimmick. Because like that—that's like me saying like, like well I, I became like like that's like that's like me saying like oh I've been doing this podcast my whole life and nobody nobody knows me for anything else so there's no point of me changing my gimmick to being like this truck driver driving down the street with that with with a with a with a grain of a corn in my can no can no grain of wheat in my mouth and chewing on it and call myself call myself uh uh. Um, J- J- James Seltzer. <laughs> like that's that, that would be that wouldn't be possible. <laughs> Speaking of trucker, when I met Nick Floyd for the first time, I kind of looked like a trucker. I had the Hulk Hogan mustache. My hair was short. Had a flannel shirt on. It was not pretty. <laughs> it was not pretty. 
like like you could be like in a sixty wheeler and you'd be looking good. <laughs> I would I would probably say so. Plus, when that weekend I was up for over forty eight hours. Like we left for Indianapolis when I got off work that night, and then we were up for a solid twenty four hours plus. So yeah, I was up for about two days. Man, that's crazy. And I had my CM Punk Best in the World shirt on, a flannel shirt, and sweatpants. Because I wanted to be comfortable. If I was going to be miserable and tired, I wanted to be comfortable. Um, did, no, um, I, I actually made up this... Like, can you imagine, in Australia, if there was a guy who does a television show, and his name was called... It's called Jack Rabbit Jack, and he, and he, and his whole show is about him just going to several locations, even parking lots, like store parking lots of all things, and he goes there just to look at the mammals and the animals that make up the area. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like this. He's like 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 hi. This is this is your favorite explorer of Australia, but like like. Like Jack Rabbit Jack, and today we're gonna be looking at the animals of the Australian desert. <laughs> <laughs> like this worm right here. He slithers. He's just slithering. Just slithering across. Get a little bugger. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> That's what he does. He just shouts out the animals and just says what they're doing and tries to explain them as best as he can, but he fails. <laughs> To, to quote Mr. Garrison, oh, jeez. And <laughs> he gets so big that he's not even Australian. He's not, he's not doing his program in Australia anymore. He's all over the freaking world. That that would be something. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I got to ask, though. I No, I, but I also got to ask. I I know that you have a full time job at Meyer, and obviously they pay you because you know it's your it's your job. You you gotta get paid for it. But like, mm-hmm. does the radio gig pay you too, or is that just like something you do for fun? Um, sometimes I volunteer. Um, it does pay. Um, if I could, I wish I could do that more often. But uh, Meyer is definitely when it comes. Why make more money at doing that? But why why can't you work for the station full time? You already got a job there. Can't you just can't you just um asked to do something more full-time-ish? I, I've asked. Um, it's... Radio's difficult to move up in. And, uh, like, I've tried, you know, try to do what I can. Um, it's just uh, timing and whatnot. And my one thing, too, is I have to have a full-time job because I need health insurance. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, that's what I have with Meyer right now, and, you know, they only have hits and misses here and there. Um, for a while, I was getting some on-air training, and I'd kind of like to get back to that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if I could make a career, you know, doing radio station, I'd be a lot more happier. You'd be you'd be hitting in my field what I went to college for. <laughs> well, see, I wanted to go to college for photography and then broadcasting communications, but, uh no school really offered what I wanted besides uh, Evansville after I graduated high school. Um, Chicago offers it, like the school, uh, I think one of them was School of Arts, I think, or something like that, but uh, I can't afford that. Uh, ultimately, 
Full Sail University is where I need to go, but Casey doesn't have that kind of money to live in Orlando. No, I mean, no, I mean, but no, if you're trying, if you're trying to get into broadcasting, if like as like a more major thing you want to do, where I went is called the uh, the Illinois Center Illinois Center for Broadcasting. Now it's called the Illinois Media School, and and it they basically teach you everything, and you don't, and they and they teach you through touching the stuff. And, and don't take that wrong. <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> I get what you mean. I get what you mean. But no, you. Giggity. Oh God. <laughs> but, no, but I mean, <laughs> come <Got> on. You. <laughs> but no, I mean, but you you touch the boards, you. You can actually run your own radio show, like you can you can talk to people and run your own radio show in the school, which I did. And and you can in like you can they teach you how to run a camera, they teach you how to run the backstage, like 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 the be one of those crew members behind the news that you don't see. They teach you how to do that. They teach you how to they teach you how to be on screen behind the camera, how to run the camera. They t- they teach you everything. And if you want to, if you want to get into serious broadcasting, that's where you need to go. I'm with that because, I mean, after the surgeries and everything, you know, that's going to be opening some doors, and uh, we're just going to, you know, play things by ear and take things that day by day, and uh, just, you know, see where you know life takes me. Oh, and by the way, if you're still planning on doing the stand-up, do it. I don't care. <laughs> do it. <laughs> And more and more people have been pushing me as to do that, and I'm starting to slowly kind of feeling funny again and wanting to do that kind of thing. So, uh, you know, I'll get my surgery next year. I'll have six months to uh, plan time to think, you know, maybe do some sit-down comedy <laughs> and uh, plan notebooks to write things in. Did the deal be funnier? You could do if you do it now. You could just, you don't have to stand up the whole gig. You just sit on the stage in the chair of your cast and peel, and when you're on stage, you could be like, oh, like, don't, like, don't mind me. Like, just, just, uh, just, just a man, just a, just a man at his foot. But, you know, this is, this is what happens when, <laughs> when, when you kick someone in the rear end for not getting you the right gig. <laughs> or, you know, if I have my cast on, I can try to tell him, you know, I had a match with Joey Ryan and, uh, I was trying to hit him with a low blow, and we found out what happens when you try to uh, low blow Joey Ryan. <laughs> it is, oh man, that'd be hilarious. I mean, he he beat a chainsaw even, so I mean, that's someone you don't want to mess with. Now, now, now to be real, I mean, obviously, I'm not gonna say it's fake because wrestling's not fake; it's a work. But uh, that's a work, right? Obviously. All real. All real. <laughs> Joey Ryan has balls of steel, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it, it, I wonder if this if that guy ever goes to like goes to like any like of those weird beaches and just walks around with nothing on. <laughs> and, and, and all the ladies are just like, ah. I've I, I, I do feel bad for him in a degree because at conventions, like I met him once at a convention, 
And there were grown men asking to take pictures of them trying to uh, grab a hold of him and him do the pose. And they wanted a full-on honk honk. I'm like, nah, that's that's weird. <laughs> that's kind of, yeah. That's kind of uh, that's kind of um, skate uh, crossing the premise. <laughs> I mean, that's when you call in sex harassment, panda. Yeah, that's sexual harassment too. The the, the top degree, <laughs> right there. I mean, you know, you just gotta make that call, and next thing you know, you get sexual harassment. <laughs> You're in jail. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, I'm part of a. No, in, in Discord that we were talking about before we went on the air, um, they have a pro. They have a wrestling server on there, and I'm part of it. And people are speculating about the chamber. <laughs> Is is there only two chamber matches? One for SmackDown and one for that tag team title belt, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. Well, what about Raw? Raw doesn't get chamber. Mm, I mean, there's real no reason for Raw getting one. I mean, with Bork versus Rollins. I mean, and you know, you know, in Bork, he he's not gonna compete in three pay per views in a row. And since the main events race set up. Um, well, technically, the tag team title match is Raw and SmackDown, so Raw gets kind of a half of one. Mm-hmm. Um, my prediction for the tag team, I was going to say Sasha and uh, Bailey, but I've read reports that Sasha might be injured. Um, I hope it's not Tamina and Nia Jax. I hope, I hope it's not. I honestly want the Iconics to win that one. Um, but if Bailey and Sasha can't go as a team, my pick is Nia and Tamina, unfortunately. Um, for the chamber match, I wanted, I, I got a couple fears. Um, I've read some reports on some possibilities for Mania and the future going into uh, SmackDown since Fox will be airing SmackDown this fall. Um, I think either AJ will win, but he's going to drop it at Mania, I'm afraid, or Daniel Bryan will win, and he'll drop it at Mania, I'm afraid. I mean, like, when during the fall is Fox supposed to pick up SmackDown? Like, when's that supposed to happen? I believe October. Hmm. But Fox is starting to get a say in things, like what they want. So like so when they get when they get SmackDown, it can be a race set up. Is um is it are they going on Fox Sports or are they going on regular Fox? Um regular Fox as of now. Yeah, because you know Fox has so many affiliates. Yeah. Um one thing I was reading was a rumor if SmackDown gets bad ratings. Um, they'll put them on Fox Sports. But, oh no, here's a rumor. When else did they put them on Fox Family? Oh boy. <laughs> no, I'm making a reference that channel's not around anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you imagine if Fox Family was still around today and they put them on there? It would make perfect sense because, you know, is about the families these days. Mm-hmm. No more, and and we have, I think we discussed this, or my oh my friend no my friend Caleb and I described discussed this. 
Uh, the Attitude Era will never happen again. Wrestling will never be TV-14 again because it's been documented every time you get a taste of the Attitude Era or that PG-14 rating, people complain. And, oh, that's, that's offensive, or they shouldn't be doing that. It's like, this is what you want, and then you complain. I mean, not everyone does, but a big majority of the fan base does complain. Well, because... So, I mean, that, well, because that? well, because society was different in 1999 compared to 2019. <laughs> society was way really different true. back then in the 90s and the early 2000s than it was in 2000 in the 2010s. <laughs> yeah, you can get it a lot more back then. <laughs> and well, and plus the internet wasn't as big yet. Cell phones weren't even a were almost not even a thing yet. Um, yeah, I heard you had the gigantic phones. Yeah, like, they, they were bricks, pretty much. You had bricks in early 2000, they were the flip phones, but those didn't do much. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and it's not just because of that, it's also because everyone was wired differently back then, compared to now, everyone's more aware these days. Well, that is true. And some people can't even take a joke sometimes, because, you know, they, everyone gets offensive real quick. It's like, there's people that get offensive real quick, you know? So. Yep, I've been in trouble actually for telling innocent jokes, but you know that one miscontext someone can take and then get you in trouble. I've I've been there. But I don't know. I mean, personally, personally myself, I mean, like I've been a fan since two thousand nine, and there there's no there there's there would be no way that I would stop watching for being a fan for this long. Yeah, I've, gosh, I've been a fan as long as I can remember. I mean, that's showing my age a little bit too, but, like, I remember the Attitude Era. I remember the Golden Era as well. Uh, How old are you? I mean, I'll be 30 this year. Holy crap, I'm only 25. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, yeah, there's... I mean, personally, I would love it if they could do it, but it just it won't happen. And the it's been proven too; they make way more money being PG because you know it being a family show. The parents are going to buy the toys. They're the parents, are the ones that buy the tickets, take their kids to the shows. I mean, it's from a marketing and business standpoint, it's brilliant. It does get annoying, yeah, but you can't argue with success and money. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, um, I mean, like that. I mean, that's all. I mean, that's always gonna work, you know. I mean, like, because, because you know, but they gotta. Don't he's gotta think about the business and and everything, and that's just how it. That's how the boat rolls. The boat rows. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, you may not like it, but yeah, I love it. So, I, so have you made have you made up your mind about coming to C two E two yet? Uh, it's that it's kind of hard. It, it all depends about work okay, because so. I'll be gone, like you know, being gone for six months and being back just for a few weeks and say, "Hey, I'm gonna take the you know a three day weekend." Don't know. Um, a friend of mine did buy a uh, a ticket and he told me it's mine if I can go. He said if not, he's gonna take someone else with him. Mm-hmm. Uh. Because he got tickets to meet uh, the elite, 
casinos only meet Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's still up in the air right now. If work gives me the green light, almost I'll, I'll try to go. Work says no. I can't make you know. I got I got I got to get those bills paid. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, because if you if you if it actually happens and if you actually go, we gotta meet up, man. Because I'm gonna be there, <laughs> and it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> if I'm I'm hoping because I got I got quite a few people I gotta catch there and uh definitely gotta you gotta try and when I'm there I try to I try to see quite a bit of people like I mentioned in the last show. Uh, my friend, who's a uh, suicide girl and all slash alternative model, um, she's at those shows. Erica Fett, and she's one of the nicest, most sweetest people you can meet. And uh, I always try to catch up with her at that. And uh, so yeah, it's just uh, E.G. Daly is going to be there. I'd like to meet her. Uh, I saw that Eric Bischoff just got added to the show. The so that'd be fun to meet Eric Bischoff. Mhm. Um, but uh, yeah. I um. Luke, if Luke won't be there with me though, because he, I don't know, because he doesn't want to go, because he hasn't got back to me if he wants to go or not. So I guess he doesn't want to go because it's getting too close and you can't you can't get your thing mailed to you anymore. But um, yeah, but I'm gonna be there though, and I'm bring I'm gonna be there with a friend, and I'm gonna meet up I'm gonna meet up with probably a bunch of my con friends there that are gonna be there, and uh, and if you're there, I'll meet up with you. We could. You know we can we can have some chat times and you know that'd be pretty awesome. Like I would love that. And um and I'm just gonna add some general fun because because not only is it the tenth year of C2E2, but I've been going there for the past three years and I can't believe. And I'm glad to be part of the spectacular of this of this ten years in the making as WrestleMania oh. time will put it. <laughs> And I've also gotten to meet some great people over at C2E2, too, so that makes it even more special. Um, I am a little bummed about C2E2 uh, if I can go. Some of my friends that live in really north Michigan, uh, they won't be able to attend because they're getting ready to take a big uh, vacation to Mexico. Mm-hmm. So it's a bummer I'm not going to see them, but uh, if I do go, I'm stoked about meeting Kenny Omega. <laughs> did you um? Did you? I don't know if I showed you it, but do you know that I made a spoof of the WrestleMania time poster for C two E two? I think you sent it to me. Or should I? I can't remember. Yeah, because I I I can't remember. What I had for lunch three days ago. <laughs> no, it's fine. But yeah, I I basically spoofed the WrestleMania time poster, and I made a I put I replaced the X. To make it look red, and then I put C2E2 in the wavy lettering across it, and and I spoofed all the text at the bottom. <laughs> Just <laughs> and uh, and so and so like it looks like the WrestleMania 10 poster, but except it's um you know for C2E2 for the 10th anniversary. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I sent no, I sent it to C, I sent it to the C2E2 official um Facebook page in their message box. And they and they said mm-hmm. and they said that's cool. <laughs> awesome. They probably won't use it, but it'd be cool if they did. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be cool. Um, of Chicago, I uh, 
was joking with all my friends because he's a big Bears fan, and uh, the Cowboys are playing the Bears in Chicago this year. And uh, he goes, do you want to go? I was like, uh, I said, I don't know about that. And he goes, if you can get the time off, I'll get the tickets. I went, are you just messing with me? And he goes, we'll see, we'll see. So hopefully the NFL schedule is released soon because uh, I've been to Soldier Field once to see Metallica. I wouldn't mind going back to see uh, the Cowboys uh, hopefully score a touchdown this time because when I saw the Cowboys play at Lucas Oil uh, a few months ago, they didn't score anything, which that was depressing. <laughs> you don't like the Colts even though you're from Indiana? Exactly. You don't like the Colts. <laughs> I mean, my fav- I have two favorite NBA teams, and one is from Indiana, and the other one's from Canada. So that tells you how complicated I am. <laughs> have you been to Santa Claus, Indiana? What's that? Have you been to Santa Claus, Indiana? No, that's really south of me. I've, I've, have, I've had family go there. Um, I've heard good things about it, but that's just really south from me. That's like a long drive. I wonder if they have their own radio station where they play nothing but the holiday music like over the radio when you're in that town by in particular. I would go deaf. I would poke my eardrums to the point that my eardrums would just bleed and bleed and bleed. <laughs> I don't know. That's one place I want to hit up like in my life. That's one town I want to hit up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I've heard nothing but good things about Santa Claus. Um... I had one city that I'd really want to hit up. Is it Hershey, Pennsylvania? What's that? Is it Hershey, Pennsylvania? I'd probably say Arlington, Texas, because that's where the Dallas Cowboys Stadium is. Um, then close second would be Los Angeles. I've always wanted to go to Los Angeles. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, not, not for the movie stars and the TV stars and whatnot. 80s glam rock was born in Los Angeles, and I'd want to go to all the spots where uh, it all started. It, it what, so you could take your friend again from the band and roll down a couple more steps and, <laughs> and, and end, up, end up on some pool table somewhere in the middle of Los Angeles? <laughs> yep. I will shave my beard. I'll shave my uh, chin completely off, so I'll have the let me, the let me kill mister look, and I'll dress up as Lemmy when I'm there. <laughs> is, is that where he was from, is Los Angeles? Uh, Lemmy was from uh, England, but he lived in Los Angeles, though. Do you know... Uh, what's that? That's where I feel like all the rock stars from England go to live. It's in Los Angeles and nowhere else, or in California. That's pretty accurate, and speaking of... Uh, England rock stars. Uh, the latest report is that Ozzy was in the hospital. Uh, he had a flu that went wrong. Uh, he got really, really sick, and but now he is breathing on his own and doing much better. So, hopefully, 2019 doesn't even think about it because I'm no. You 2019 can't take Ozzy from us. No. <laughs> yeah. Because, well, well, I heard reports that he's breathing on his own and. Sharon mm-hmm. said he's doing good. Yes, he's he's doing much better. He had all of us scared for a little while. But I mean, but I mean, did you get to meet him though? At least. That what now? Do you get to meet Ozzy at least? Oh, oh God, I'd love to. Um, 
Unfortunately, I have not. That's one that's probably never going to happen for me. Um, we don't really have connections to get Aussie meet and greets, and uh, his meet and greets start, I believe, around at thousand dollars almost. Well, he's Aussie. Can you do you expect less? Exactly. I mean, it could be worse. I mean, Kiss is like five thousand dollars, I think, for meet and greets, which no. Well, I mean, all those big popular stars, you know, that are like super high on the rankings, are gonna charge you a, like like your your latest mortgage or your house mortgage to meet them. Exactly, and I mean, if well, speaking of that, I was telling a friend, uh, the remaining members of Queen are going back out on the road with Adam Lambert, and I was just curious, you know, just kind of curious. Nosebleeds were starting at three hundred bucks, and I was like, "No, absolutely not." That's crazy. Why would they be charging three hundred bucks for the nosebleeds? Because like, like I was reading comments, and it was you could tell like they were all wealthier people. It's pretty much those are kind of concerts. Seems like the you know for the richer people. What? Because, what queen you know, concerts? people that have more money don't care. What? What queen concerts these days? Mm, from what I was gathering, it's pretty much like a, like the older fan base and people that have money. So it's like for them, money's on an issue. Money's on an issue. Dude. But for me, two car payments for a concert ticket—that's a big issue. Did you um? Did you see the movie? Oh yeah, I saw the movie in IMAX twice, and I got it uh, when it came out. I went out Monday. Oh. Tuesday, I should say, at midnight, and I got it. Best Buy? Uh, Walmart. It's already, it's already on DVD? I thought it was still in theaters. Mm, it, some theaters are still showing it, but it's out now. Hmm. Uh, well, I should have yeah. guessed from the Redbox machine, but... I was going to buy it at Meyer in Fort Wayne, but uh, we, Meyer, they have like movie vendors that stock the movies. Mm-hmm. And the store, I, the store I went to, they something was going on. They couldn't find the movie, so I just went to Walmart. Then I mean, I don't like Walmart, but I wanted it. You don't like Walmart? What did Walmart do to you? <laughs> uh, took I gave uh, I, let's say I worked at a Walmart for a year and a half, and they took my soul. <laughs> what is it? What they took your soul to full time? <laughs> Oh, no, I worked at Walmart for a year and a half, and I was miserable. By the time I got let go, like, my blood pressure was hot, really high. Uh, I was miserable. After I got let go, like, six months later, my blood pressure was, like, way down. I was doing a lot better health-wise. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. I would never suggest anybody to work at Walmart, what, what's from the- my experience. What's the best place you can you can suggest someone to work at that isn't GameStop or Walmart? Then I guess. Like if retail wise, like Meyer is a good company, but they're like Midwest only. Um, like if you have retail wise, I've heard great things about Target. I've heard good things about Best Buy. Uh, Waffle House. Yes, yeah, like, Waffle House. <laughs> I do love me a good Waffle House. The closest Waffle House where I'm at is about two hours south. There's there's a Waffle House in Ohio. 
Yeah, like the closest Waffle House for me is Anderson. Do you like Waffle House? Oh yeah, I love so I love Waffle House. <laughs> it's so un it's so unhealthy, but it's so delicious. No, we should make no if if I ever if we're ever in the same area and there's a Waffle House near us, we should we should make a video called when Casey goes to Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> When I was in North Carolina with some friends to see Fozzie, I got asked if I want to go to Waffle House. I went, oh, yeah, I want to go to Waffle House. <laughs> of course I do. And then after you say, yes, I do, you go like, yeah. And it cuts to you in the Waffle House wearing shades, eating a waffle. And like I remember like I had to get a box. And my friends were like, just leave it here. It's like, no, it's going with me. It's going on the, we're heading we're heading to our destination I'm in the back seat just trying to finish it off what in the box mm-hmm. <laughs> my friends are like Casey if you get sick back there it's like I gotta eat it I gotta, I gotta. <laughs> so good House so is good. my soul <laughs> it's my heart it's my soul Waffle House is me it's like the it's like Ralphie, uh, I was quoting Ralphie May, get in my mouth. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, that's crazy. <laughs> well, I am a few french fries short of a happy meal. <laughs> hey, man, I, I, didn't say, I didn't say it was a full happy meal either. <laughs> uh, years and years of taking blows to the head finally caught up with me. <laughs> oh god. But, oh man but hey we've been doing this for an hour 20 and I know that's late by you just as much as late by me <laughs> oh yeah I'm starting to get drowsy eyed and my, my phone's at 3% battery I'm using but hey we had such a great conversation for a part 2 man and I don't know when you're come, I, I don't know when I, I don't know when you're going to come back on here next, it'll probably be farther down the road than, you know, a bigger, it'll probably be a bigger gap than this one. <laughs> but uh, hopefully... we can, we can definitely make part three happen. <laughs> but what be like back to the future? <laughs> part three. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, cause once I go back to work, I may, my schedule will be busy for a little bit, but I can definitely try to make some time. in once I get my hours set and what's going on, um, but Probably be about a month or so, but we can make it happen. But I'm hoping the next time that we talk it will be will be when I see you in person again. <laughs> I'm hoping. Yeah. Which a month from now is C two E two, so I mean Yeah, so hopefully uh things work out and I can go. <laughs> I want I wanna meet Kenny Omega. <laughs> but, but yeah, keep in contact, man. I love talking to you, you know. Oh yeah, and we'll we'll definitely make part three happen. But, uh, yeah, thank you, everyone, for listening to episode 41 of Cyber Time Bite. You can find me on on uh, on Twitter, at NostalgiaVamp. You can follow me on Facebook, at Cyber Time Bite. Follow it if you don't follow it, man. Um, and... Get in, the, get in the chopper! Follow it! Get in the chopper and follow it! <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. And, and you can get my merchandise... At, at redbubble.com at Crash Stephen Gear. And do you, are you on Twitter, by the way? 
Casey underscore er ninety eight nine the bear. Yeah, follow me on uh follow me on Twitter too. I don't know if you do already, but you should. It's cool. Um Yeah, I'll I'll have to check. I'm 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 not on that too much. Uh I do play around on Instagram a lot. People have Instagram, that same thing, Casey underscore ninety eight and the bear. And 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 in the in the last one I'm about to ask here, just watch out everyone. There's gonna be a ton of them coming your way. Tell us your social media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see Instagram Casey ninety eight and the bear, Twitter Casey ninety eight and the bear, C S E Y underscore ninety eight nine B E A R. Uh Snapchat is Casey underscore ninety eight nine bear. Uh Facebook is Casey ninety eight nine the bear. And uh there you go. <laughs> if we put that if we put all those bears together, you have yourself a bear army. <laughs> Don't call somebody called Goldilocks. <laughs> so, it, well, move over the Super Bowl shuffle. The new bears are coming. <laughs> oh my god! But we don't carry footballs. We carry guitars with us. <laughs> we we carry metal, heavy metal. Yes. We like Rob Halford screaming, making our entrances. <laughs> oh my god! Well, well, thank. Well, thank you so much, and and well, thanks for having me. Yeah, I hope I hope everyone that's listening to this has a fantastic day, afternoon, or evening, whatever time you're listening to this. So, have a good one. Have a good one. Do it now. <laughs>